Hi everyone, it's your girl Marcianne, and I'm really excited to start this podcast. And in this first episode, I'm going to be telling you all about my life and more about why I wanted to start this podcast and what to expect in future episodes. So sit back, relax, enjoy the tea on everything that's about me. Uh, this sounded really self-centered. Anyway, I just wanted to say it because it rhymed, but <laughs> sit back, enjoy, and I'll tell you more about myself. So, I am a fourth year college student who will be graduating next year, and I hope to become a physician assistant. Right now, I study health science, so after I graduate in 2020, hopefully, (laughs) I'm still undecided as to whether or not I want to take a year off and work during that year and get all the clinical experience that I need, or if I just want to directly go into graduate school. There's very good reasons for both. I'm leaning more towards the taking a year off, but we shall see. I wanted to be a doctor for a really long time, but decided to be a physician assistant for a number of reasons, and it's cool because if I do take a year off, it's not going to push me back a lot as if, as opposed to if I were going to medical school and taking a year off would push me back because medical school is already a lot of years. <laughs> Wow, so where do I begin with my personal life now? <laughs> I guess I'm going to start with college. College has been such a roller coaster um, of emotions, of events that have happened. It's just been crazy. I think the biggest thing has been my health challenges. Um, I, I'll just go down the list. <laughs> I have some liver issues that are now going away. There's just no known cause to them. Um, I pray that they don't come back. It's just scary and weird because I have to really watch the medication that I take. I'm already very sensitive to even if I take two Tylenol or two Advil, it affects me weird. Like makes me super sleepy, can make me feel dizzy and um, just weak and have a really bad stomach ache. And those medications, even though they're over the counter and very common to take, they can be very detrimental to your health (laughs) if you overdose. And it's not too hard to do that. So just in general, PSA, use them, but use them carefully. Definitely read the instructions of the bottle. For me, I'm very sensitive to it. And they think it's because of a overdose to extra strength Tylenol I was taking for my migraines that might have done that. Though I didn't take, you know, an overdose amount. I took about like five to six in a span of three days, which is normal. Um, But taking them that frequently and continuing to have the migraine that I did have, they tended to have the reverse effect for me. That's at least what the doctor said. (laughs) They were like, sometimes when you take too much Tylenol, if it's not working at first and you keep taking it, it can have the reverse effect and make a migraine even worse. And since that was the only medication I was taking with other medication, I'll get into the 
migraines later, they're either thinking it was an overdose on the Tylenol, but for me, just because I have a sensitive system, that was a large amount for me, or the liver issues could have arisen from the birth control that I was taking. At the time, I was on birth control earlier this year and late last year I believe I was on it for about six months because I also have severe dysmenorrhea which means severely painful periods basically and they think that it stems from something called endometriosis not fun let's just say I am doubled over in extreme extreme pain during my lovely periods (laughs) it's amazing because yay i'm becoming a woman this is great but it's extremely painful for me it's not fun i usually have diarrhea with it i feel very faint i have intense migraines with it um emotionally you know i'm up and down hormonally you're just everywhere it's crazy like pms is so real (laughs) being emotional in your on your period is very real as well so for me i started taking the type of birth control that stops my period for three months and then so i'd only have it like four times a year which was so amazing for me. It was such a blessing because for three months, I didn't have to suffer. And it was amazing. But in those six months, the only thing I was taking when my health challenges started to, you know, be exasperated in those six months and I started having liver issues and worse migraines than I already had, the only medications I was taking was that particular birth control and occasional Advil or Tylenol as needed for pain and headaches they were like the -the over-the-counter things if it was going to affect you this much you would have had a reaction sooner exception with the Tylenol because it was extra strength and I never in my life took that consistent of a dose so they were still kind of iffy about that but the birth control since I was only taking that the -the over-counter medication and a probiotic um, that was suggested I take by my GI doctor because I also have IBS (laughs) lord I'm a mess um since I was only taking those medications they were like "Ooh, it could be the birth control but to get them to even admit to that took months because so many doctors I was talking to RNs different people my gynecologist they didn't want to say that it was the birth control they kept telling me that that only happens to a very small percentage of the population that's very rare so why is it happening to me and they were like give it time give it time this is the best treatment for you unless you want to go under the knife and have surgery to you know clean up all of the tissue and stuff if it is endometriosis and I was like I don't have time for another surgery right now so (laughs) 
I guess I'll trust them because I didn't know any better and I fought you know my mom and different family members who were telling me to rethink the birth control all I could see was that for three months I was pain-free and that was amazing to me because I didn't want to have to go through that pain and emotional roller coaster and they said that it only happens to a very small population percentage of the population so I was believing them I was like it can't be that um but finally after sitting down with my doctor and being like look I'm only getting sicker I'm missing the same amount of days again for three months three to four months when I was taking the birth control I wasn't missing classes anymore because of my period and it felt amazing but when my health issues started being exasperated again I was missing school so I was like hey the point of this treatment we're not meeting our quotient anymore like (laughs) the point of this treatment isn't even working anymore it's supposed to help me not miss clashes not miss things in my social life and I'm missing classes and things in my social life so let's rethink this um and then they were finally like wow okay this is the only change that you've done medically so maybe it could be the birth control and as soon as I stopped it my ALTs and ASTs which are like enzymes that are produced through your liver the numbers decreased dramatically back to the normal range I stopped feeling super you know nauseous and fatigued and other symptoms that come with liver abnormalities and I started feeling better on that front my periods came back though so now I'm still going through endometriosis pain even when I'm not on my period because that's just how endometriosis works so have that my migraines are still here we've tried different treatments and we're just trying to figure it out again I'm very sensitive to medication so a lot of the prescription meds have made me feel very sick in different ways that have just not been beneficial to keep going through with them so right now we're actually trying the all-natural route so we'll see how that works (laughs) I'm actually having some adverse reactions to that But they say that it gets worse before it gets better. So I'm going to stick it out, um, continue with those things, you know, magnesium and take care, taking care of myself and changing my diet and my lifestyle. We're just going to see if that works. Um, If not, we'll try one more pill (laughs) and see if that works. But right now I am in the process of sticking out the adverse symptoms right now of the magnesium and different teas and things that I'm taking um, just to see if it it will work they say it takes a couple weeks and right now I'm having intense diarrhea and you know pain in my stomach because of that I already have IBS so my stomach just hates me right now and stomach issues do run on my dad's side of the family and then female issues run on my mom's side of the family so yeah no it makes sense (laughs) and I think certain liver things run in my father's family as well so yes um so all of that has been exasperated in college years And another thing that I've been battling and really trying to understand is my anxious mind, man. I just worry, worry, worry. Um, So anxiety, trying to deal with that um, has been 
a lot. So, needless to say, college hasn't been all that fun. It's been amazing. I've met lifelong friends there, but it it has seen some dark, dark days. I was very, very sad in college, crying, um, battling thoughts of not wanting to be here anymore, just feeling overwhelmed with schoolwork, overwhelmed with my health, overwhelmed with the fact that I can't make it to school all the time, that I don't have much of a social life because I'm either, you know, sick in bed and, you know, that's about it, or I'm trying to, like, push and make it to all those things and it makes my health even worse, or just feelings of feeling, like, lonely or not understood, um, comparing myself to those who do get it and who do understand, um, but, you know, feeling really comforted in those friendships, because they get me, they understand, but then I can compare myself to them, like, oh my gosh, look at how much they're doing, and they might have it worse, or, like, they're so much better at managing it than me, just, like, comparing myself and not just letting myself enjoy those friendships to the fullest extent. to today I felt a lot of pain because I had a really bad migraine today and I got my you know peppermint oil going in my diffuser and I got my little puppy here who is kind of my little therapy dog he brings me so much joy I have my mom who's always here to support and love me my dad my stepmom and all my brothers and sisters like texting me and being like hey are you okay how you doing you good? All right, cool. <laughs> um, and even with that, I felt super lonely today because I was in a lot of pain and it's been constant pain for the past couple days. And I just felt really lonely. Like, even though they're all here for me, they don't really understand my pain and what I'm going through and they're not perfect too you know sometimes they can make comments or you know ask me to do things and I'm like I can't right now I can't carry that I can't do that and I'm the type of person who wants to do everything and be everything for everyone which is not good um and I love you know serving and helping people and loving them and I still gotta work on letting people love me and letting people in um which is why you know in one way this there's many ways this podcast is going to be amazing but I feel like even just people hearing my honesty those close to me are going to be like texting and calling and being like hey how are you like forcing me to be even more vulnerable so that's good because letting people in can be hard for me (laughs) I'm like no 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 don't do it for me don't bring attention to me I'll do it for you um so not being able to do things and serve my family and those around me the way I want to it really affects me and I'm like dang it I can't do anything I'm worthless I'm not doing enough I feel lonely no one understands I missed church this evening you know we have midweek services on Wednesday and I've only been to like one this semester because I feel so bad in the middle of the week and I also work 
Thursdays and Saturdays and I work in an urgent care and it's 12 hour shifts and I'm a medical assistant there and so I need to rest up to have energy to do that and I've left work early and called in sick and in the medical field that's like a no-no you you work when you're sick and you're dying you just go cough clean yourself up and go back and help patients wear a mask if you need to but you keep going and even doctors who had like bronchitis they weren't contagious but they're like having a cough attack and they just go in the back finish up and they still got to see patients and I'm just like man I can't do that (laughs) Um, and just feeling super emotional about that and like I want to quit my job even though I love my job I love working with patients because I've been a patient so many times so I want to help the way people have helped me Um, but I just felt so emotional about that like man I'm not doing enough I'm not enough and sure enough today again letting friends in a friend texted me because I sent out a prayer request in our like campus ministry group me and she was like girl you know if you're on campus like I will definitely give you massages and (laughs) help you out so that you can get through the day and she lives in the middle of campus it's actually the perfect perfect location and I was like can I just come over I just I just need a hug um she was there all her roommates that I'm friends with were there and it was amazing and she gave me a massage and I just felt really emotional afterwards just to feel that loved that like active service really affected me (laughs) um in such a positive way and that made me smile just to remember you know that I have that great of a support system behind me and I'm not alone um those days where I don't want to let people in I'm getting all like comparative I need to stop (laughs) and be like there's no reason to compare right now first of all comparing yourself to others doesn't help or amount to anything and you have so many people backing you so that was really encouraging today and something that made me smile and I just want to put that plug in because I just felt like we were it was sad (laughs) Um, just listing out all of my health challenges Um, but that was just amazing and even with her I was able to practice expressing my needs and just being like hey this is what I need from you as a friend and it was awesome because it also helped me stop feeling lonely and stop helped me stop feeling as emotional as I was because I was able to express you know what I needed and I was like man she's willing to do that for me like I know she's willing to do that for me and that was amazing so college has been up and down and right now I am trying to manage all of my health issues and I just got paperwork from the disability services in my college so that I can get extra help you know when it relates to getting extra time on assignments being able to record lectures having the university's backing you know when I say that I need a couple days off to recover so my professors don't think I'm just trying to ditch class (laughs) Um, and so that's really really helpful and right now I'm just trying to work on everything just work on feeling better physically mentally 
remembering that there's always reason to smile um, and all of that. And for me, growing up, I'll talk about my childhood now, I guess. <laughs> it's a little bit about my childhood growing up, too. I think that it makes sense that I have this mentality of wanting to be enough and wanting to fix things and love people and, you know, love them, but also shutting them out from me to try and protect myself so I don't get hurt. Um, because growing up, it was kind of hard. I have an amazing, amazing family that's awesome. Um, but my parents went through a very, very messy divorce. And so for me, just being in the middle of all of that, I had to develop thick skin. And seeing my parents argue sometimes and how ugly that was. And, you know, going from this house to that house, my parents tried the best that they could and loved me the best way they knew how at that time um but for me as a kid just seeing all of that it really affected me and so I have this protective wall that I always have to like I have to like remind myself to put it down <laughs> and remind myself that people aren't gonna hurt me because my natural instinct is to want to protect myself um and I think I, I want to be enough, you know, because sometimes I felt like, man, if I was enough, maybe my parents, not that they wouldn't have gotten the divorce, but maybe they would have been, like, nicer to each other if I just knew how to, like, counsel them better or if I didn't say certain things that backed up their arguments of why the other parent wasn't that great of a person in their character like if I had just kept my mouth shut or if I had just defended another family member better like if I had just done enough maybe so much would have not happened that was negative um I think too just having to fight to feel secure and not worry so much because we just we worried I worried a lot I worried about my parents I worried about who I was gonna be with if I was pleasing them if they were happy of me sometimes they were like mad at the other parent or me and I just I would worry a lot I think my mom and I too growing up it wasn't easy because I I was at her house most of the time and she was a single mom and we had to worry about food on the table and money and there were a lot of times where we had 20 to 40 dollars to eat for two weeks um or more so it's like okay are we going to eat? Are we going to have water? Are we going to have electricity? Um, and it, it was just a lot. So I think all of those things, it makes sense. <laughs> Some of the things I'm going to, I've brought up already and the things I'm going to bring up in future episodes as well. It makes sense where that mentality has come from. I think I'm even, another thing I'm trying to work on is eating and food I think that one thing I could control when we had it it's weird it's one thing I could but also couldn't control because sometimes we didn't have a lot of money but when we did and we had food I definitely went to food as a comfort so for me my weight has fluctuated up and down most of my life um, because I just went to food for comfort it was something I can control I can eat a lot you know um, or sometimes it came out of fear like I'm just gonna eat all of this because I don't I don't know are we gonna eat a lot again you know 
Um, so I'm now trying to even have a healthier mindset and relationship with food that it's not a comfort that yes I feel like I am sugar addicted I feel like sugar addiction is such a real thing I've read so much about it but how can I break that cycle man it's it's crazy (laughs) sugar than everything and it's a good thing but I just think the quantities we consume it in this country is so excessive and our brains definitely become dependent on it so I'm trying to even break that right now and go to God for the comfort that I need um to go to people you know exercise just doing getting comfort in a lot healthier ways um Yes, I'm trying to think of anything else to say about myself. (laughs) Hmm, what else about me? So, I am really (laughs) African-American. Um... I I say that it's like a joke between me and those around me because I was born in this country. I'm one of the first kids to be American in my family. All the rest of my family is from Cote d'Ivoire or the Ivory Coast. So my name is actually said Marcian, but no one can really say that besides those in my family. So in first grade, one of my teachers who was trying really hard to pronounce my name kept saying Marcianne because you know we're in Virginia and it's kind of the south so that stuck so all the time instead of introducing myself as Marcianne as it usually is when I'm around people who aren't in my family I'm just like Marcianne so that stuck and so yes I all my family is African and then I was born here so (laughs) African-American I'm still deciding. I think that when I have kids, I definitely would love to raise them here because education and just a lot of opportunities, there's so much here. But I also just love Cote d'Ivoire. I haven't visited yet, but I Skype with family all the time. I've seen pictures and just really try and stay close to them even though they're far away. And I'm just like, oh, it's just so amazing there. I would love to be there. So I don't know, we'll see. I have nine siblings. Um, I'm the only one from my mom, and then the rest are from my father. I love dogs. They're my favorite type of animal, and that is why I have a little puppy. He is a Maltese who also has a little bit of poodle and Pomeranian in him. He looks like a white cotton ball. He's so fluffy. I love him. Um... What else? My favorite animal are wolves, so it makes sense. I love their strength, um, but they're also very, like, pack mentality. They see the need for other people and being a group and relying on each other, um, but they're very powerful, beautiful animals. Um, Let's see. Favorite color is yellow. I think my favorite American food is pizza, and my favorite African food, you probably won't know about it, so I'll just, <laughs> um, but I'll still say it, I love banan futu, um, which is kind of like, it's plantain, 
plantains, as Americans say it, but plantain in French, that is mashed with like fufu, and it's very sweet, kind of looks like dough, but when you dip it in bread, I mean, sorry, what? Because <laughs> I said dough, I thought of bread, but when you take it and you dip it in sauce, oh, it's so good. Um, my favorite meat is snail. <laughs> which people think is really weird, but hey, I'm African, so we eat that, and it's delicious when you know how to cook it, and you put it in a sauce. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Um, what else about me? I, well, I decided to do this channel because of everything that has happened this past year. There's been so much, and I've learned so, so much, and I just wanted to share it, and I wanted to share all that I've learned, because I've had some of the darkest times this year, and to be able to come out of it, and in those moments, and even after those moments, realize that there's still always something to be thankful for, there's still always a reason to smile, there's still always a reason to hope, I want to be able to express that with other people, because no one is happy every single day, (laughs) and sometimes we need reminders that there's still something positive to think about, and the only thing that has helped me see that is through the Bible, and it is through people who point me back to God and to the Bible. So, this is going to be a Christian Bible-based podcast. So, if you're not about that, I still hope you stick around because the things of the Bible and the things I'm talking about, I feel like are relatable to everyone. Um, But if you don't, just be prepared that that's what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) So, be prepared. And I, what else? What else about me? I think that this first podcast too is not going to sound perfect because I wanted it to be live. I wanted it to be raw and y'all, you guys to really get my personality and who I am. I think that's all I can think about about me. (laughs) Um, And that's all that comes to mind. I think I did share some things about my family and about my past and I just wanted to say that I have the most amazing loving family they're the take the shirt off their back and give it to someone else and they're just amazing they taught me a lot of the things that I know now you know they raised me and for me their mistakes are no different than mine. Like, everyone makes mistakes, and they're amazing regardless. And I don't want what I said to, you know, put a pat, bad spin on them. I don't think I said anything that should, but just so you know, like, they're amazing. And I'm definitely going to expose my mistakes on here, too. So, we can't judge. <laughs> um yeah but I I really hope this podcast inspires you um and it it is you're gonna hear my stories scriptures you're gonna hear my friends and family on the podcast I want to share their testimonies and to show many different stories um no two stories are the same everyone's been through something I never want people to you know compare their stories and think oh I've been through too much or I haven't been through enough because you're strong regardless and I want people from all walks of life to be able to share their stories so that you can relate and you can see that and so be prepared for that 
I'm really excited to see what this channel holds. I'm so grateful for the support system that I have around me because I definitely didn't learn all this because I'm some amazing, fantastic person. No, it's because I have a lot of great wise people around me who teach me these things and who point me back to God in the Bible, as I've said before. So I'm going to go. I It's really late <laughs> and my puppy keeps staring at me as if to say, shut up, mom, I'm trying to sleep. So this is the end of the first episode of Tarts and just to tell you a little more about me. So I can't wait to interact with you guys on social media. I guess I'll actually use social media now, um, but you guys can email me at tartsfam.gmail.com if you have any questions or you want to like share your stories or anything. I'd love to hear from you, and I'm just really, really excited to start this journey and see where it goes. love you guys and don't forget that there is always a reason to smile what's your reason for smiling today